Okay, it's your girl, Sasha. Well, I don't know if I'm your girl or whatever, but it's Sasha, the host of Grown and Opinionated. Um, And for the second episode of this week, I know it's late, but I was going through it. This week has been crazy. I don't know if you guys were like under a rock and you didn't see this whole thing with um, a battle rapper has spit these bars at the battle, accusing Remy of cheating on Papoose with... um, Easy to block captain, another battle rapper. And Tasha K, all credit to, well, I don't want to say all credit to her, but she did report earlier, either this week or the last week, she was reporting that, you know, Remy was had left Papoose and now she's with Easy to Block Captain. I just want to make it clear. <laughs> Why this was stressing me so much? Cause y'all know Papoose and Remy is our like poster couple for black love um Remy is like my good sis in my head we love them and for this to oh my god it just was like what the f is going on but let me give you some history um a lot of people are not into battle rap I'm not that much into it um I don't know something about two people standing in each other's faces uh saying crazy things it it just doesn't do it for me However, the rumors are not anything new. There was a rumor that Papoose had actually knocked out Easy to Block Captain um, because he was messing around with Remy. And no one ever confirmed or denied the rumors. And then Easy to Block Captain kept like going on Twitter and Instagram saying like, Come on, Pap, you need to clear this up. You need to clear this up. But never, no one ever confirmed or denied anything. Then recently, Tasha K, the rumors came back out, of course, because of the battle rap. And then um, that actually happened where the rapper says it in Remy's face that this is what's going on. And if you had messed with me, I wouldn't have said anything. So at that point, um, Tasha K said that Remy had left Papoose for... Um, the easy to block captain and was making these allegations. And of course, you know me, cause I'm captain save him. I put on my cape. I got in there. I'm like, girl, this what got you sued. If you don't have no receipts, you need to stop this mess and making these lies on people. Well, oh, sad to say she didn't posted these pictures of Remy, a easy to block captain at the cheesecake factory, like in a little corner booth, um, together. Now, this is not saying that that is what's going on, but you know how people feel. When there's no one saying that this isn't true, then everybody like, it must be true. But I don't know. Those pictures, they like, I was like, oh. And then all of these rooms, I don't know. It's just, but I'm here. I'm here. So, okay. So I'm here. I'm here. Despite all of that, I'm here. I, I think what I would like to talk about this week, um, I had something else in mind and I actually recorded the episode, but I just wasn't feeling that shit. So I'm like, fuck it. Just redo. Rewind. Um, I want to talk about this issue uh, recently that was in the news. It's everywhere about the baby ODing at the daycare. And now more information has come out about that, that there was actually like a trap door built in a floor I posted it up on um, the Instagram account, grown underscore and underscore opinionated, where there was a trap door 
under the floor of the play area for the kids and you lifted it up. They lifted it up. Someone gave them some tips saying, yeah, they're running drugs out of there and here's where some more stuff is at. And there were kilos of fentanyl, just pure fentanyl there. Um, in addition to the kilo press that they originally found, uh, they found more drugs and everything else. Now, they have made some arrests. They arrested the daycare owner. And from the information I gathered from the New York Times and other news report is that this seems to be like a home-based um, daycare center where the owner, who was a Dominican citizen, I don't know if you say it like that. She, she was an American citizen. She's from DR and she's a citizen over there. She had um, the authority to run about to have eight kids at this home-based daycare center. So she was arrested, and the other person that was arrested was the her tenant, who she said she was renting a room in the home-based daycare too. They were both arrested. The husband is still out on the run. Um, Star has, he believes he's down in Florida. I believe that he already made it back to um DR and is chilling somewhere. He's not concerned. There has been so much information that came out of this. So at her arraignment, her attorney argued, of course, that she was innocent. She didn't know anything, that it has to be um, the guy she rented the room to, that he had to do everything, and she's guilty of nothing but renting him a room. Now, that was all well and good until they found the trap door in the freaking floor and by the kids' play area. There's no way your tenant in this property had construction done where he had a trap door built in the floor and you were not aware of it at all. The second thing is that um, her husband, yeah, I don't know what's going on with the husband. Like I said, I think he's in DR already chilling. I think that once it happened, he just got low and he's gone. But they now have pulled the phone records and said that before she called 911, she called her husband twice. Why would you call your husband twice before you call 911 unless your husband was a doctor? I'm like, wait, something like, you know, something's not adding up. That's not passing the sniff test either because, yeah, why are you calling your husband? But... Before, I was of the impression, and based on the evidence that they had, the facts that they had, and the evidence they had available at the time, I was like, it's very well that she may have not been aware of what was going on, and she's just caught in. But once you called your husband twice before you called 911, I'm sorry. It's starting to look like she was very much aware of what was going on at that daycare. Then the third thing is, is that another woman who ran a daycare... In New York City, she was saying, you know, this is really quick for her to be approved to have children. It's a lot of steps and it costs a lot of money in New York City to get approved to have children in a daycare. Um, and especially in this type of setup. And she's like, I basically implying that she thought it was a drug um like a cover. The daycare was just a cover for the drugs. That they were going to be running drugs. The business was going to be selling drugs. And the daycare would just wash the money or be the front for them. 
Um, I don't know the process there. I barely know the process in New Jersey, but I know in New Jersey, there are a lot of steps you have to go through, but it's based on the amount of kids that you would like to keep. Up to a certain amount of kids, there's like really nothing going on. But I believe once you get to five, then you have to have certifications, things like this, and different things go on. And then the more kids you have, the more requirements you have to meet. Um, I wasn't of the, I don't know how much it costs in New Jersey. I wasn't of the impression that it was much, but apparently in New York, it's a lot. So, whew, this is a lot. This is a lot to unpack. With all of that, um, you know, I stay in the Twitter streets. That's, that's, that's my block. I rep that. Oh, I guess I could do the X, like DMX now, because they changed the name. Yes, I'll be all up and through those Twitter streets. And someone has said, you know, well, y'all should start staying home. This will be good, whatever, a reason why y'all should start staying home with your own kids. Hold on one second. And when he said that, I mean, it was... Well, of course, number one, let's be clear. He was a man saying it. Um, men are not going to understand how it is for a woman to have kids and then to have to work or have to do other things. Um, my opinion on this has changed drastically, in the words of Cardi B, <laughs> since I had, since I initially started having kids 20 million years ago and since I've had the last set of kids. Before that was the program, this is how it works. You have your kids, six weeks you get a break if you had natural birth, eight weeks if you had a C-section. Um, you find a daycare. Well, some people did daycare. I, you know, you try to find family members um, that don't work or ain't got nothing going on that could keep the kid for you while you work or go to school. And um, it usually doesn't work out well when you have the family members do it. It always falls out for whatever reason, um, money, it could even not be money, honestly, but it always, it never works. And then the kid ends up in daycare. Now, of course, no one, no one for the most part wants to have to put their child in the daycare at that age. Now, most of us though are of the opinion that once the kid is, some people will do, I've heard a lot, like once they can talk, once the kid is three or two and they can talk and tell me what happens, then they can go to daycare. Other people are like for the first year. I was like that with my second set of kids. I was like, you know, for the first year, I don't want them in daycare. I don't want them, I want them to be, you know, home. Um, I breastfed the last two kids. It was a lot, it was a lot different and my opinion on it changed. Now, is that a realistic option for most people? Of course not. Of course not. Um, and my friend and I, we have so many conversations about this because even the way she sees it now, and I keep saying, I got to get her to do something with the podcast so I can have someone to talk to. Even she sees it different where she's like, no, having kids is the full-time job. It is I, I don't see how people are with kids and working a full-time job. And we both did it before, had full-time jobs or went to school and had kids. It's just a different different thing now. Now, with that being said, yes, it's not realistic that everybody's going to have that opportunity. However, I think that I would be in a position that if I had a kid now... um. I would have a more crucial eye on the things I could do 
to be able to stay home with that child and be present as opposed to working and making money and providing or whatever and then sending them off all day to be with someone else at such a young age. Um, That's the discussion. I think, America, we could definitely do a better job with this and supporting mothers to be there more for their children if they want to. Some people do not want to be home with their kids all day. And that's fine, but I think that we can... um, But yeah, he just said it like blatantly. Now, there is some issues with, um, I think that this brings up, one is about, uh, well, I want to back up. I think her being Dominican and the language thing, because the kid who died, his father did not speak English. I think it's a trust-based thing that may have been there because she was from his country, things like that. And for that to happen, whatever. But one, I don't, I think that, I, I don't know, this made me take a deep dive into certain things. I'm of the, how I feel, and again, this is just my opinion about every damn thing. I don't allow my children to go to people's houses and things like that. And even when I was looking for help with people to help me out with my kids, and they're like, oh, um, yeah, I'll take them to my house. And my first question is like, well, who lives with you? Um, I have a daughter. If they had a young son, a teenage son or anything like that, my it was always a no. It was always a no for me. And this is based on my experiences, based on life. I'm just like, no. It's just too many opportunities or chances for something to happen. Um, if it was... Uh, anybody else living there that wasn't under their control. Oh, well, you know, my brother lives there. My sister lives there. My uncle, it's a no. It's a no. Um, I, I just don't feel comfortable. And then I was like, under what circumstances would I probably feel comfortable with that? I don't think I would feel comfortable under any circumstances, really. And um, I don't know. So now that's number one for me. Well, let me let me back up. Because I was comfortable with my old sister. <laughs> Keeping the kids in the house and she got, but whatever. But I guess under limit, it would be very limited. It could not be a stranger where I couldn't know where they're going, um, who's in their house. I want to know who comes in your house. I want to know all of this information um, before I would let them go. Now, that being said, this was a home-based daycare. I don't think I would be comfortable letting my child go into a home-based daycare because of these very reasons. If you're here, I don't know if the daycare owner actually lived there or if she was just like renting it out and she lived somewhere else. But the fact that people are living there would be a problem for me because here we have right now where she's saying, look, I did nothing wrong. It was the tenant. The tenant, he, he had the drugs. He did this. But the tenant lived there in the daycare. So that's a problem for me that you're running. You know, my child is in contact with someone that is, you know, I don't know anything about. I doubt she disclosed to every parent. Hey, this is a home based daycare. Here's the name. Here's their background checks of everyone who lives at this property. More than likely, she did not um, And for this thing to happen. 
I don't know. I would like to know other people's opinions. Are there things you look for when you're selecting childcare for your child? At this point, I think I would only feel comfortable with, and I've had people do it, where they take them to the park or it's something like that. Like they're going to be outside. Like you take them to the park, you watch them at the park, and then the rest would be in my house. And I had to get comfortable with that because I wasn't even comfortable with someone being in my house, but I had to get comfortable with that because you need help. But I don't think outside of that, I would really be comfortable with anything else. I really don't. And I would just love to know, like, what's your opinion? Do you even, I know people, who, um, do you even let strangers watch your children? I know people who will not let anyone who's not a family member watch their child up to a certain age. Um, I don't have that luxury for the most part, even um, before the riff I had with the family. <laughs> do have up here I only have um two sisters it's only been like I had two sisters and my mother so it's only been us so it's not where we have this big family where you have cousins like um where my family is from in Philly shout out to them they're you know they're deep it's a ton of them even one of my cousins runs a daycare like it's so many options where I could if I had a child I could say look my kid is only going to be with family but because I'm up here and um, when I had kids, that just wasn't an option all of the time that my kid would only be with family, no one else. And it's not an option for me now. So I have to depend on other people. What things do you look in, um, look for when you're getting someone to help out with your kid? Um, I know someone recommended to me care.com, uh, which... It was kind of difficult to find someone through there because it was like the nannies didn't really prefer. I guess they take fees or something. I don't know. They really didn't prefer to go through there. I found success with like the Facebook nanny groups, things like that. But is that something you would be open to, to have like a stranger just take care of your kid? Um or do you prefer to stay? Would you prefer to stay at home with your kid? I know we're all of a certain age, but for the most part, we're all still of childbearing ages. Whether we choose to have kids or not, we still all have the ability to. And if you had a kid now that was under three or something, if you have a kid now that's under three, what do you do for childcare? Most of my friends now... um, I know, because I'm in both sections. But most of my friends' kids are either grown... Or like what me and one friend, we have kids that are grown and that are also 10 and under, <laughs> but they're not three. So it's different. They're older now. So like I said, the it's it's just the difference. And then my other friends, their kids are over the age of three. Like all of my friend kids are school age for the most part. So I don't know what people, but I would love to hear it. And what um I don't know. What do now? I think that this really changes everything for me. And what do you think like should happen to this daycare owner now? And at this point, she still hasn't given up her her husband. She's still not telling him where he's at or doing anything of um giving up any information on him. What do you think should happen to her? I mean, like I said, my opinion has changed before. I thought that, you know, this is a mistake. She she wasn't aware or whatever or what whatever was going on. Maybe one of the daycare workers came and had a little bit of drugs. But no, they was pressing up keys of fentanyl in there. They were running a whole trap house. What should happen to her based on the fact, and we, I mean, it's been a lot of talk about the one kid that died because that's just tragic for a one-year-old kid to die of an overdose of fucking fentanyl. 
Um, there were three other kids who OD'd, and the EMTs were able to revive them with that Narcan, I think that's what it's called, that they use for the dope fiends, like when they OD, they just give them that and it brings them back. So there were three other kids who were also injured. So in a daycare where she's only allowed to keep up to eight kids, four of the freaking eight, half of the eight kids came into contact with these drugs. So who was supervising them? I mean, it's just so, so, so much. It's just so much. And for this to happen in the Bronx, I hope that this doesn't get swept under the rug for all of my Philly people and South Jersey people who are not aware. The Bronx is like um, a hood like um, in New York. It's like, well, they got, I guess they got nice areas, but that's more of a hoodish area. Like, yeah. So you know how they do us. You know how they do us. They would just be like, oh, uh, whatever. But for half of the kids, I don't even know how many kids she had in her care at that time, but she's only allowed to keep eight. So let's assume she had all eight kids there. Half of the fucking kids OD'd? Nah. We need, we need answers. Well, I guess... Hold on, let me back up. <laughs> I'm getting mad, militant. We got the answers. We need somebody has to go. Somebody has to go. Somebody has to go. And then what happens now, being that she's not an American citizen, so now, I mean, you put her in prison for whatever amount of time and then deport her? I mean, and I mean... This is just a tragic situation. And does that change? I mean, is that something that you think about when you have your kids at a daycare? I don't think that, like I said, based on the information, I wouldn't have been comfortable with her anyway because she has a husband. She has a, what's the name? Everybody see. I wouldn't have been comfortable with her. It's too much going on. But what is the appropriate punishment here for her? Because now she, I don't, um, from my understanding of how this works, when immigrants are arrested, that they're not immediately deported unless that's some type of plea or whatever. And it's not that they like, okay, just go back to your country, get out. Um, and you can't come back. But that she maybe, you know, have to serve prison and then they send her back to her country. And what does that really do? I don't know. I think she should be locked in a room. <laughs> with the parents for five minutes <laughs> because what does that really do they showed us the video of the people just literally walking over the border like whatever and nobody's stopping them so I don't know this is really uh, a tough one but I would love to know what you guys think what do you look for in child care what are red flags to you when you're selecting a child care um, provider and also what do you think the punishment should be and here, one of the comments on um, Instagram from E. Nizzle was that they should all just rot in hell. Um, I think that's going to pretty much happen, but I don't know. I would love to know what do you think would be an appropriate punishment for it, for them. So I'm going to get out of here. I got to um, go have some margaritas or something to kind of calm my mind with this Remy Ma stuff. You know, just really, you know, you know, that's my good sis. Um, I'll be back next week, Monday and hopefully Wednesday, uh, the new episodes will drop. Let me know if it's something you would like for me to discuss or talk about. You can reach me on Twitter at JMO about, I'm on Instagram at grown underscore and underscore opinionated. I'm going to start getting this Instagram thing popping more. 
I really like interacting with people and I had to focus on which I guess on Monday I'm going to talk more about is just focus on what you actually love and passionate about and not worrying about the business part of it or, you know, what's going to maximize my, just, just do it. Like Nike said. Um, but that's it for this week. Y'all can always email me as JMO about everything at gmail.com. Anything you would like to discuss on the show, or I'm going to start, um, one of those things. Ah! I don't know what it's called, but it's on Instagram and it's like a group chat, but on Instagram. So you could do things and maybe we could have some lively discussions there. I really enjoy doing these podcasts every week. I hope you guys enjoy it till next time. Peace out.